744-16 before 8, Tommy Tucker, WWL. Joined by Captain Michael Glasser, president of Pano, uh, to talk about the Sean Ferguson announcement yesterday. Good morning, Captain. How are you? Good morning, Tommy. Your thoughts after hearing that Sean Ferguson was going to step down effective December 22nd? Well, there's a lot of thoughts on that. Uh, you know, it, it was not entirely unexpected. The fact of the matter is uh, superintendents on the New Orleans Police Department generally last about four years on the average, and that's kind of where we were. So that's not surprising. Uh, the department itself is in a, a good deal of flux right now. So there was a lot of pressure from the city council, a lot of pressure all the way around. So it's not entirely surprising that that happened. What would Pano like to see in a new police chief and what would have to be done to stem attrition, to attract new officers, to retain officers, et cetera? Well, it's, it's a, lot, a lot of questions all in one. But when Answer them all, Captain. we got time. All right. We've talked many times about what's driving the attrition off the department more so than other jurisdictions and other places. We've talked about why the crime is the way it is and, and what the department does to combat it. What we're going to be looking for in a, a police superintendent is those changes we've talked about, uh, the, the problems with the Public Integrity Bureau, where they've changed the leadership, and that was a great move. But there's more that has to be done there. We've talked about the promotions. That's an issue. I think the city council just did a survey. I came up with the exact same conclusions once again, that promotions, cronyism, favoritism, and things like that were driving people off this job, along with the consent decree. And the, and the big question we've always had is, who's running the police department? Is it the mayor and the federal judge? Or does the superintendent have the authority to really implement these changes or any changes that the superintendent feels are necessary rather than have to listen to what everyone else is saying? And that's always been a big question is just how much authority do they have? And what we're going to be looking for is someone that has the ability to do that, both recognize what has to be done and then the ability to do it. And that's what we're looking for. But to be clear, the consent decree, the, the monitor, they're not condoning favoritism at all, and they don't have a hand in that, right? That would be City Hall? Well, they don't condone it, but I'm sorry, but they've ignored it. And okay. that's been a problem. We've, we've discussed it many times, and they just disagree that it exists. But, you know, you can say it doesn't, but the bottom line is the cops think it does, and the cops are leaving. So while you sit there and say it's not happening, I'm sorry, it is. So with that in mind, how important is it um, that – well, tell me what you would like to see in the search for a new superintendent. Should it come from within or should the new superintendent come from outside so that nobody owes anybody anything and they can start all over? And, and, and you, there is no cronyism, there is no favoritism because it's a new man or woman on the job. There is that. There are, there are upsides and downsides to bringing people in from the outside. We've done that before. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it's worked. Sometimes it hasn't, just like taking someone from inside works. It, it's really more the person than where they come from. There are some advantages. You are correct. There are some advantages in that people who are not from here don't have the uh, – don't have the, the – relationships and things that, that sometimes breed or, or uh, fuel the cronyism and, and favoritism. However, there's also a learning curve. New Orleans is a very unique city, some ways good, some ways not so good. 
and knowing those those unique things and knowing the crime patterns, knowing the neighborhoods, knowing the culture, knowing the police department, knowing the resources is important. It takes a long time for someone to really know that. And even someone from the outside has to rely on their executive staff. They have to have deputy chiefs that they can trust and they rely on. And how do they know who that is? So somebody from the inside has a distinct advantage over somebody from the outside. However, when you pick somebody from the inside, you have to look and see what they've done with what they've been assigned to up to this point. What have they done in their career that would suggest that they are going to be able to lead the department from that position? And do they have the ability to fix the things that are broken? And we do have some broken things. So they have to have the ability to do that. I'm not against bringing someone in from the outside if it's the right person, and I'm certainly not against getting someone from the inside if it's the right person. All right, let me take a break here. We're talking to Captain Michael Glasser, president of Pano, reacting to the Sean Ferguson retirement news. And, of course, when we come back, we'll talk about the the timelines involved here and would it be better in Captain Glasser's opinion and Pano's opinion for um, the the mayor to wait and have the council, uh, because the voters approve this, charter change to have a council have a say in who the NOPD chief is. And as um, uh, J.P. Morrell said yesterday, well, if, if the candidate is strong enough and good enough, they can stand on their own and go through the council hearing. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to be approved. Uh, and we'll specifically talk about the name that's being mentioned. Um, I don't know if the captain's going to weigh in or not, but we'll find out. Um, uh, Donette Williams, Captain Johnette Williams, beg your pardon, um, being rumored to be the next superintendent of NOPD. I don't think there's I don't think anybody should be excluded from being the superintendent because they are black or female, nor do I think they should appointed be appointed because they're black or because they're female. It all comes down to qualifications. That's just my opinion. We'll see what Captain Glasser thinks when we come back. 7.50, 10 till 8, traffic now, WWL. 7.56, 4 till 8, Tommy Tucker. A couple of minutes left with Captain Michael Glasser, president of Pano, talking about the news of Sean uh, Ferguson's retirement. Captain, let me get to this quickly. I saw some buzz about this on social media, and it goes to the timeline of the mayor appointing a replacement, et cetera. Um, does Sean Ferguson get, I don't know what the deal is with NOPD to get your full retirement or anything. Is he already vested in that or does he have enough time in? Uh, he's, uh, should be right on the cusp. If I'm not mistaken, he probably has the ability to draw at this point. I think he has the age and he, and he certainly has the uh, three years that's necessary to fully, uh, get a pension from, from the superintendent's job. So yes, he's, he's able to do that. All right. So now when it comes to the appointment of a successor, the voters back on November 8th approved uh, charter change. Um, pretty good majority, 60% of the voters saying that they wanted the council to have a say on mayoral appointments. The mayor's facing a recall. I don't know how this is going to play out politically, but she has an option of either appointing somebody. And the timing of this is with the September 20, uh, December 22nd uh, departure date gives the mayor an opportunity to promote somebody without the council approval. How important is it to you and Pano that the mayor wait until after the first of the year and let the council sign off on the process? Well, I think the better decision would be that even though, you know, sometimes just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the mayor should respect the fact that the citizens have voted and 60 percent of the, as you pointed out, 60 percent of the electorate has decided that they want the city council to be able to vet 
certain positions, including that of the superintendent. I think the mayor should respect that and not rely on the nine days left of the year to appoint someone that the citizens, and by the way, the police as well, don't necessarily have confidence in because they haven't had an opportunity to vet that, that candidate and find out what is their plan. Cops are looking for leadership. That's the number one thing they are looking for is leadership. If they believe in and have confidence in the leadership, they will stay sometimes, even with the things that we've mentioned that are problematic, they will stay if they believe those things will be fixed and they have confidence in the individual they, that they're following. In this particular case, that's what vetting does. You have an opportunity for that individual, whoever it is, to go before the council, answer the questions, explain what their plan is, and give the council the confidence that they need, give the citizens what they need, and just as importantly, if not more so, give the cops that are looking for that leadership confidence that the person they're following is the one they need to follow. Only a minute left, Captain. Let me jump in here with Jeanette Williams. I don't know anything about this lady at all. I, I don't know, but I know this, that perception is reality. And if the mayor appoints her superintendent and circumvents the charter change, I think a lot of people are going to have a hard time from outside believing that she's not just um, controlled by the mayor and that the mayor will still be running the police department. Is the feeling going to be the same internally with NOPD? Uh, I suspect it will be. I think it would be almost inevitable that that, that happens. That's the whole point. Is, uh, you know, there are uh, – she is one of five deputy superintendents that, that – any one of which could be an acting superintendent for a short period of time, that's not a problem. Uh, somebody has to steward the department at, at, for that period of time in between when a permanent appointment is made. And whether it's her or one of the other five deputy chiefs or even someone else, uh, we have consultants here that, that are working, even if it was one of them. It doesn't really matter. What matters Thank is that the person Thank you, that Captain. Appreciate your time. We'll talk to you again soon.